0: Welcome to the Team Viking Muscle Podcast with me, Jordan Messenger, also known as Mess. I'm an online physique specialist and transformation coach.
1: Hello, Jordan. Hello. It worked. Okay.
0: I'm surprised.
1: We're getting good at
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, considering I am absolutely awful with technology, I'm actually quite impressed. Well, I just, yeah. With, with, I'm not
2: that brave I'm just, You know, God bless YouTube, that's all I
0: say. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering it took me ages to work out by, uh, what you meant by you have to like the page, uh, it turns out it's that little gold star. But hey, I got there eventually. Yeah. The thing with uh, uh,
1: Anchor you have
3: to like some of the podcasts for people to, so you can invite them in and do
0: stuff. But you can invite anyone on different uh, platforms. Mm. So, thanks
3: for the future, I suppose. Yeah. How have
0: you been? I'm alright. It's just really weird doing this um, over the phone instead of in person. Well,
3: there's, there's certain guidelines that we have to abide by nowadays, aren't
0: there? Yep, it is uh, definitely a strange time. Right, this,
3: we went out today for a walk in the woods. okay. And um, I won't mention where, because, you know, sort of... It make
2: anyone feel weird or uncomfortable but we was, they had put tape over the benches so you can sit on them which is fair enough. Yeah. And we ordered a drink and we had to wait outside and they would call your name you'd go get your
3: drinks. Which is fair enough, totally. There's a lot of people there waiting around. It was quite muddy. So we sat Ethan on the bench, I'm standing there with Disney. Louise just went, Oh hang on, I'll go get your weddies from the car, give you some trainers. So he took his trainers off. He sat on the bench. Hey where I'm standing up got dog next to me, mind their own business. The woman's come out, said, you're not allowed to sit on the benches. I went, sorry, my wife just wants to get his wellies. She needs to change his shoes. It's, it's, it's a, that's what we're doing. She went, you're not allowed to sit on the benches. I went, okay, we are just changing his shoes to wellies. And we're also waiting for drinks that you're meant to be
1: bringing out. And she just stood there, like passive yeah. aggressive, sort of like
3: face off thing. Well, I
0: just walked off. What did it achieve, coming and having a go at someone? Well, I don't, I don't understand the fact that I'm standing with a guide dog, clearly not
3: sitting down, There's a, a little boy with just his socks on. <laughs> Isn't that enough?
0: Well, you would think. I, I can understand there's things you've put in place and stuff like that. Some people are nervous and got jobs to do and stuff like that. But common sense seems to go out the window sometimes. <sighs> common sense hasn't been common for years, though
1: mate that
0: should be a t-shirt that's brilliant things if you think about it it goes back way way before coronavirus like you go to other countries amsterdam denmark places like that you can have holes in the road and they don't even have fences around it um i know you can go and cycle next to canals and there's no fencing next to that it's, it's just well if you're cycling next to it and your bike's wet you're on the wrong side of it whereas we've got signs flashing lights everything yes it's it's literally like the British don't trust each other. Paranoia mm. is a, a massive thing. Um, growing up, I was well aware of people. who say, "Oh, there's where there's a blame, there's a claim." <laughs> I think yeah, that's, that's just made everyone really. I think the <laughs> Americans have made that a little bit worse as well because they got really good at that. Yeah, they got people faking accidents and chasing and You hear some real bad <laughs> stories about stuff like that. It's all the whiplash and car crashes and things like that, isn't it? That's really bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My niece, she fell like over we in a gym well they used the wrong cleaning fluid on the floor.
1: Mm. And she messed her knee up pretty bad. She was on crutches, she had to have surgery. And, you know, she wasn't even doing the class, this was on the way in. Oh, she really? Just
3: yeah, she just went over she just really just landed badly. Uh, she was off work for three months. And she was like having fizz down and stuff like that. And she didn't she she just wanted an apology. And the the stuff she had to go through, like the back and forth of like, oh you weren't taking care, you were doing this, you were doing that, you weren't looking dad. And they actually used the wrong fluid, the cleaning fluid, on the floor. Yeah, that's <laughs> just just trying to get out of it. And all she wanted was an apology. She came around with I think she came around with like fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred pounds. For lot of earnings, but you know, she still says it to
0: this day. All she wants is someone to say sorry. That's mad. And yeah. that, to get injured on the way in, that's, that's quite unusual.
3: Yeah, that's my niece,
0: really. <laughs> <laughs> I remember working the first gym I ever worked at. We had one guy, um, real bright spark, he was. He decided to take the treadmill up to the fastest speed it would go, hold on to the sides, and then try and jump on it whilst it was going at full speed. Really bright spark. Um, turns out when a treadmill belt is moving at high speed, it grinds on your face a little bit. Yeah, he learned the hard way not to do that. He, Funny enough, he didn't claim against us at all because he knew he was just being a twat. That's
3: funny, some people, think sometimes, whether it's in the gym or just in general in life, a certain time you've got to hold your hands up going, Yeah, that was my fault.
0: Yeah, that was definitely his time to hold his hand up. Yeah. Yeah, you can't hide behind anyone or anything, but yeah, oh, sh- sh- Jesus, that was me. Well, he was right next to a camera, which didn't help him, But and, and the footage did actually make it to Facebook, so... Oh, brilliant. Oh, yeah, it was it was definitely worth it.
3: He got his 15 minutes of fame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the fame I think he wanted, though, because it definitely looked like it hurt. Yeah, probably
3: would do, because getting your face grinded up.
0: <laughs> well, by a treadmill belt. I don't know about other things, but hey.
3: So, we want to have a little brief chat about, well, we say brief chat, it goes on for a while. (laughs) Will you come up with the idea of um, eating fads and stuff like that that have gone around this year and come back
0: Yeah, especially with like we've we've kind of been enclosed into HMP this year, Her Majesty's Prison of Britain. So we've seen a lot of weird nutritional fads going around, and then yes. PTs digging at them as well. I've I've noticed a couple of PTs in particular digging into certain trends that are actually proven to create results. Uh, how do you mean? Uh, there was one PT, obviously, no names will be mentioned, but uh, they were digging into. Uh, ketogenic caloric deficits. Mm, It's still a calorie deficit. You're still gonna lose weight no matter what. Yes. (sighs) It's just watching people try to sound a little bit more fancy than they actually are. Yeah. I don't care whether you do keto, I don't care if you're doing just carb cycling, whether you're doing a carnivore diet, as long as you're in a deficit, you're going to lose weight. If you're in a surplus, you're gonna gain weight. It's just simple science. Well, it's biomechanics. There's
3: also um, you get the there is a group of PTs and biologists, and stuff like that and physics, you know, look into it, and they say it's not about calories. It's the, the, you know, it's what you do. So there's a a, a lot of people. There's a guy on YouTube. Uh, he's a, a trainer and a, a a model as well, and he's done a four thousand keto calories four thousand calories a day for 21 days mm-hmm.
2: and i think he put on about a pound that was it and you know he, go, he, he couldn't understand it he was
3: a, but this guy was already gripped, he had great genetics and he was training like an absolute beast every day so you know you're not going to see that much of a change
0: well there's there's a few things that go into that i think it's can your body absorb all the the food sources you're putting into it yeah i think that plays into that's one thing that people forget people go um into some forms of ketogenic diets because they can't uh, tolerate carbs and it's like well actually you can tolerate carbs it's just the severe amounts of bread or pasta you're throwing down your face isn't going to agree with you and the time as well oh yeah
3: you know, your home
0: meal,
1: have got
3: this standards. you can have uh, gluten-free. Mm. You find out what's best for your body, because everyone, seems like everyone's
0: getting some kind of tolerance to something nowadays. Well, Lucy, um, my, my other half, she was eating a lot of dairy at one point and then suddenly became slightly intolerant to it, started having some unpleasant side effects if she had too much dairy, took it away for, I think, 12 weeks i think she got rid of dairy pretty much completely and she can now go back to having things like ice cream and not have too much of an of an issue she doesn't do it very often she'll still stay on the dairy free stuff for the most part but she knows that she can have a bit without having an issue because she doesn't abuse it anymore yeah that makes
3: sense that's the very thing is if you abuse something you're asking for trouble oh yeah that goes for anything whether it's uh drugs, alcohol, smoking food food as well. You know, people
0: there's a lot of people out there who in the first lockdown turn to food. You yeah, definitely it's still seen as a major comfort for a lot of people. Yeah. And then
3: you get the other the, the rebound of that is the other health implications it causes. And it's not it's not that like you have to track your calories or
1: anything like You just gotta be bloody sensible with it. Oh yeah. Like the problem, the problems that it can cause like
3: you say, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's vegan, vegetarian, vegetarian, work area, you an area if you want. You know, it doesn't matter what you're having. But if you abuse it, you're, to, you're asking for trouble.
0: Exactly. And I, I think the the definition of abuse is quite loose as well for a lot of people anyway.
3: Yeah. I think, us yeah, as personal trainers and as Bodybuilding and physique stuff that we do. You know, abuse is
0: anything over there, you, what you need. If you're full, put the fork down. It's quite simple. I don't know. i mean, off season and uh, I'm still trying to pick the full back up. <laughs> Although saying that, I've turned to some really bad foods for the last few weeks. My condition is not looking so pretty right now. Well, no, at least being honest about it, you know, but again, with
3: stress, what's going on at the moment, it's very, like you just said, it's very easy to. Food,
0: not just for comfort, but for convenience. Mm. Oh yeah, it has been a convenience factor for me. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's making the
1: trying to make right choices with
0: convenient
1: food.
0: Yeah. If it if it's possible. Yeah, it's um. I, I found the easy excuses. It's only been about two weeks, but it's made a noticeable difference. Like I had slightly visible abs; they're now a little bit blurred. Putting it nicely. I oh, know clearing that back up, the salt uh, water retention, well, that'll drop it, as long as I go back to clean foods. And it's, it's easy ways out, but then people start spiraling down. And with this lockdown pushing so many people into such a bad mental space, um, and also with everyone panic buying and only having limited options, it's created an absolute mess for us. Yeah. Uh, it used to be that having a personal trainer or a coach was a luxury, mm. and it's what um, other certain people had. Do yes. You
3: know what, now I think it's, it's necessary.
0: For a large majority of people, yeah.
3: Um, you think obesity for children's on the increase, um, the increase of diabetes,
1: heart problems, all these kind of
3: things that are increasing. This year hasn't helped in any way, shape, or form.
0: Do you know what the statistic for overweight adults was last year? No, go on. Fifty-four percent of people over the age of eighteen, so technically adults, are obese, which oh, makes yeah. it if fifty-four, which is more than half, which makes it normal to be overweight. That that's a normality population. What is this year? I dread to think this year. I think it would have gone up quite a fair whack. Yeah, and I think that will go for the the child um, child percentages as well. I think that will definitely be impacted, probably not to the same scale, but definitely I think it will go up. Yeah. But it's it's so concerning knowing that this virus that is going around at the moment is um, it, it targets people that aren't necessarily as healthy as they should be. And we have a majority population of adults that are overweight.
3: Straight away, you're going to have problems, and that's the thing. People don't, don't realize that you know, going to the, to the walks, doing the exercise that we can do, even during this lockdown mm. and
0: the personal death, it's just going to improve your chances of staying healthy and safe and keeping everyone else safe, especially as the virus is a cardiovascular or lung uh, lung based virus. So anything yep. that increases your base fitness level is, is going to be a massive potential lifesaver.
3: Yeah, you literally, potentially saving people's lives. So the whole thing about closing gyms and leisure centres, I understand uh, why they would panic about that, but I think,
0: it, again, it's common sense. One thing that can keep people healthy and safe is they're closed. So obviously, I looked into the statistics for uh, the leisure industry. Out of 22 million recorded visits, since the reopening on the 25th of July. There have only been uh, 78 recorded cases in the UK for coronavirus transmission. And that's out of 22,000? That's out of 22 million. Oh, 22 million, sorry. 22 million since 25th of July. Uh, I think the, um, the data capture finished on the 28th of September. So in that period of time, there was only 78 recorded uh, cases. Now, if you go off that, we're probably only just scratching on a hundred by now, if that. And it just goes to show, yeah,
3: uh, I know, when it first came around, I remember a lot of people saying, oh yeah, but there's people sweating and breathing hard and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you have to
0: be in close proximity with someone with it, with it for 15 minutes. And bearing in mind, uh, water droplets, which contain the virus coming out your breath, drop. It comes out forward and drops. It, it doesn't stay in the air lingering. Mm. So it's one of those where there's very little logic behind the closure of the leisure industry. Um, other than, I think the Prime Minister said that he couldn't keep the gyms open because he can't just give exemptions for one area. But yet you've got Dobbies open, garden centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. i will just figured it out. What you need to do is go to the garden centre, find a couple of bags of sand, pick them up on your arm, walk around for a bit, drop them, farm a walk, dog, duck. I know. But do you know what's even worse? So I was talking to one of the members of the gym that I work for. Yeah. And um, he is getting ready to do a uh, Father Christmas role for Dobbies. You know where you've got like Santa's Grotto. Yes. That's still going ahead. How? Well, even he's slightly confused at it. But obviously in this time, we're all a little bit desperate for yeah. a bit more money. But yeah. that, that is still going ahead. Lockdown or not, there will still be a Santa's Grotto in Dobby's. And I'm sat there going, hang on, this is supposed to be a national lockdown, but it feels like literally only the leisure and hospitality industries have been affected by this second lockdown. Yeah. Because at what point is Santa's grotto a necessity? What point is Dobby's a necessity? That's
3: a good point. How can I do into You thing?
0: Know, away from a distance? i know you're not allowed to sit on santa's knee anymore but that's for very different reasons and that's been a fair few years now so yeah but it it blows my mind like keeping uh b&q open home base i understand because you've got trade workers construction workers still going which obviously last time they weren't so i can understand having b&qs open however having Just your plain straight garden centre. What part of dealing with your garden is a necessity right now? Obviously, it's lovely to have a a pruned garden that looks great. Of course it is, but it's not going to make an impact in your life or your income. And
3: with the weather, the way it's
1: going at the moment,
0: it's probably the wrong time to start doing any gardening. Oh, yeah. Completely the wrong time. I wouldn't want to get a mower out right now and start going around a garden electrocute myself. <laughs>
3: oh, man. It's, a, it's crazy times we're living in. But you know what? It's, what's it going to be like this
0: time next year? Hopefully
1: back to normal.
0: Oh, I hope so, because we'll be edging towards when I'm supposed to be going to America. So I need it to go back to normal.
3: Yeah. Hey, everyone knows uh, the whole thing about having holidays and stuff like that. Will people trust going
0: abroad again? Wow. Yeah. Um, To be honest, I don't know. If you look at, uh, I I don't know if you saw it, it was released today. Uh, Denmark has been, the borders have been shut down for us because they've had a mutation in the coronavirus. So I don't think people will trust going abroad. There are obviously the people that will still do their their holidays to parts of Spain and Greece. You'll never really get rid of that. But I think long-haul flights, particularly to Asian countries, as, as bad as it might be, will definitely suffer.
1: And tourism is a massive thing for a lot of countries.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Well. Although well, I think we got sidetracked from diets. Yes, we did, massively. <laughs> we ended up talking about Santa Claus and the holidays. But, yeah, with the diet stuff as well, like you say, it's just people panic buying, and not necessarily buying the right food for them. No. it. Like, I, I went in just... As this second lockdown was announced, uh, I went to Tesco's on uh, Tuesday, and things, just basics, were again just taken off the shelves. People had gone straight back to that panic buying mentality, and we sat there going, "Come on, we we didn't run out the first time. We're supposed to be protecting the older people by staying at home, doing all this, and yet, are you going to leave them anything to have in the shops? No."
1: shops are still open i don't get it they're not
0: closing shops no i know why panic i know i know i
1: just happy i don't get it. So I'm, I'm
0: having a bit of dessert <laughs> oh what you got dark chocolate oh i had a bit just before we started yeah sorry so yeah. i've got my, my final like um slightly shitty meal before i go back to Getting back on it next week and prepping food again. I've got steak pie and some sweet potato fries. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I've just had a notification from my computer. I can only record for 30 minutes at a time. That's bloody Andy. Oh, can you reset it? Yeah, I will. Just give me one. Here we go. And we're off again. On technology. Fantastic. Oh, I know. Okay, so with all the food stuff that's going on, like uh, we mentioned the other day, there's
1: stuff coming up next year and in January, it's vegan month. So I don't know be <laughs> this or where it's come from,
3: but they're asking whoever they are, people to go vegan for a month. <sighs> Is a month long enough
0: for your body to adapt to something? No. Just straight out, no. Um, y- by time you do something as extreme as that as well, You're going to go through a phase of feeling, to put it politely, horrendous. You can't go from an extremity like being a a meat eater or an average uh, diet to just straight out veganism overnight. It it doesn't work that way. Your body is going to crave things. You are going to suffer. And then you've got all the nutrient imbalances that are created in that transition period. It's asking for health troubles that just don't need to be there. Why would you put yourself through that? To me, if you're going to make that choice for personal reasons, fantastic. Please do your research before you do that and make sure that you can account for the imbalances. There are going to be iron drops, zinc drops, things that are going to happen in your body that you might not be ready for. So do your research before you do something like that. And I do understand there are people that do veganism and vegetarianism for a reason and and power to you fantastic but you have to be aware of the changes i think that goes for anything whether it's like you say carnivore or keto Mm. do your
3: research find out what suits you and and i'm not being funny don't do it because it says it's in the month of the calendar think about it do your research do it when it suits you
0: especially because it will have health implications particularly for females as well like if you're a, a, a woman, your hormones are going to get thrown out of whack, and that's far more detrimental to a woman than it is a male. We can adapt a lot quicker as men. Our hormones are a lot more um, stable as a whole. So a, yeah. a woman putting themselves through that is going to feel so much worse than a bloke will. And I can guarantee a bloke's going to feel pretty bad, especially if you take bacon away.
3: Yeah. But I think when I found um, my first going in keto, it was things like dealing with headaches and getting the stomach right because your body's adapted to a new way of processing the food and, like you say, things that you're not having re to what it was and what it's doing. It takes time to shuffle all that kind of stuff around and you've got to stick with it
0: if you believe in it. Mm. So with you going into keto, how long did it take you to fully become com- uh, confident that you were stable again? Oh my God, yeah, it's got to be... Two, three months so by the time you've done that first month most people are going to be feeling pretty crappy they're not doing it for any good reasons they're going to fall straight out of it yeah and what's going, going to be the thing. first thing that you do when you you end something you didn't enjoy you're going to binge yeah Yeah, and then they, they, even things like like me you're
1: going for prep and stuff like that you come out of that straight away you have a refi oh yeah so, <laughs> so well, anyway that's why people have yo-yo diets all the time but again with the food
3: thing um i've done keep strict keto for two years and now i'm low carb as much as possible
0: mm. um so I, I don't know your well, donut I, habit is a little bit higher carb isn't it yeah well i do i try and do targeted keto now so i'll have carbs before workout and after and that'll be the only time mm. um
3: but if I was like going into like at the moment, I'm not prepping for anything. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just getting back into it, enjoy training. So when I do do something like that, yes, I know I'm going to have to increase carbs, and drop my fats, and stuff like that. And again, my body's hopefully like a hybrid.
1: Mm, yeah.
3: That's why, I'm,
0: uh, and, you know, that's probably an ideal way to be because you've, you've got that. So that so should be okay. On a different side of it, then keto is quite a big diet that's been going around particularly in 2020 especially with the return of things like the adkins diet as well on a similar vein if you had any advice in your experience of things that people need to be aware of going into an attempted keto diet what would you say they need to look out for what do they need to supplement how do they look after themselves going into it in your experience
3: well like you said obviously do, do some research you know Look at science studies, not some bloke on YouTube either. Like, read some stuff on it. There's loads of stuff out there. Loads of books, audio and stuff. I've read loads of audio books or listened to audio books about it. The thing is, what people do. Yes, you will lose body fat because your body's using fat for fuel. Mm. It's burning, but you can get it in two places. You can either get it off your plate or off your body. So you're not going to lose weight if you're having too much fat. So, if people go and they go, Yeah, I'm having a ribeye steak, I'm having this, I'm loads of eggs, I'm pots of cream, stuff, yeah, it's great. If you're already lean, that's going to work. But if you've already got some weight on you, you're not going to achieve that. You, you're not going to empty the
0: tank, if that makes sense. You're yeah. going to be on a state of overflow. So, that's if we've got that. a, a middle aged woman, Dolores, let's call her, I don't know, she's about 40, a little bit overweight how would you advise her going into it what would she need to do first start but i'd ask her to just cut down the carbs bit by bit right so she can adapt into it i would there's some
1: people out there who go no that's it you've got to go intermittent fasting do it for three days and just get straight into ketosis oh. i know I, i've heard all kinds of horror stories wow. i do do that i'd probably get them to do fasting for you know 16 eight one day a week drop down the carbs, build up that way and do a uh, process over time. Mm-hmm. So rather than trying to get into ketosis and full keto in two weeks, you do it over a month. That way you've yeah. got time to adjust. You don't have all the banging headaches. You don't have the, the horrible side effects that you get from any diet. When you, Like you say, when you change
3: from any form of eating to another, your body has to adjust and it
0: adjusts differently. As soon as you cut glucose and sugar out of your system, you are going to get headaches. Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: massive headaches,
0: and they're going to last for about three days. Oh, uh, that's on a good run as well. Yeah, you're going to feel down when you start the keto thing. You drink so much water because you're not having so much carbs in there. You're not body's so not holding
3: so much, mm. so you drink lots of water. You pee a lot. It happens, but your body again adjusts over time. You can't do keto for three days. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've had someone try that. I did three days. It didn't work. No. <laughs> not gonna i was vegan for two hours um
1: yeah. yeah i was eight hours last night i was sleeping yeah <laughs> i've done a great fast yeah <laughs> you've, you've
3: got to give it time and see if you're probably it might not be the right thing for you but you don't know until you work at it and see how it feels some people there's, i can't remember a name there was a girl she was really ill with all different things um different conditions all the immune diseases were firing off, everything. And it's only when she went to carnival, she started getting energy levels back. Things started dropping off. Her health
1: improved. And all she eats is mints. Okay. Yeah, it's like high-fat content
3: mints. That's all she She's boring, but it's keeping her healthy. She's, she, she knows what she's eating. She can spice it up. She can do all that kind of stuff in different ways, but that's what she eats. She'll have two meals of mints a
1: day um she's actually a model i can't remember her bloody name it's she's gonna bug me now yeah it's gonna bug me yeah she's a model she was on John, uh joe, joe rogan okay well. yeah
3: she was on a podcast with him and then he was talking also and it's like you go through all the stuff her skin her nails were in bad way she was fatigued all this kind of stuff and she didn't know what it was for it was, it was, all these different tests that she had turned out she went on some mints and that's what her body wanted that's what it works well that's what she's done. She, her improvement changed within, like, weeks.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: it's, it's really interesting. So she's written a book about
0: it. That's the thing. Like Your body knows what it wants as well. I think when people get cravings, they don't look at it enough. A craving can be telling you what your body's lacking. It's just you're after a certain form of that product. Yes. That can, can go for food or emotion as well, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a lot of people don't realise that the same you get the same feeling from hunger and thirst. So you think yes. you're hungry, you're not. You're actually thirsty. Yes. When you've got the dry lips, it's it's already too late. You're dehydrated. So. Yeah, and people don't realise that. So you know,
3: I try and like get my clients to drink. You know, I always mention about drinking water. It's not. It's not some hocus pocus. It's, it's a fact. We made up of dry water. So keep it
0: topped up. Yeah, I'm permanently dehydrated. I'm not going to lie on that one. I tell my clients to drink loads of water, but I'm really bad at it. I've just put down a glass of it, yeah. I know, you
3: know, yourself, when you're actually training hard, you're getting ready for a show or something like that, or you're
0: in prep, the amount of water you have to carry around with you just to keep drinking. Oh, we carry around the two-litre jugs. or I had a five-litre one at one point. That was fun. Lugging that around all day. <clears throat> but it's it's a necessity and that also goes into any diet that you do is flushing out the the crap out of the body with water tea is not going to do the same as drinking water no. for for those that love topping up their fluids on tea well it's a diuretic it's going to make you go to the toilet more and dehydrate you yeah
3: so you, you want to keep the water keep it in your system rather than just keep flushing out
0: white Away. Yeah, so with the, the keto, we've got Dolores going in. Um, are there supplements that you would advise for someone trying to go into ketosis make the not process easier? No, not
3: to be honest, I'd ask them to increase eggs if they can because there's so much it, like zinc, magnesium, and stuff like that, in, in good cholesterol in an egg. Mm. If they're getting the right amount, the right balance, they're gonna, their sleep's gonna improve, they're gonna start
0: feeling better straight which just because they're sleeping better. So the body will balance out quite quickly. That's why I said about two, three weeks, rather than just a week, like some people suggest. Yeah. The eggs, that's, that's a fun diet. Do you remember when they used to be uh, stigmatized against for giving you cholesterol issues? Yes. Okay. And that's again, again, Oh,
1: that's a, <laughs> oh, don't get started
0: on that one. That, that no, was one no. study. That was one study, and everyone went bananas over it. Oh, bananas, yeah. <laughs> um, See what I did there? Yeah, it's very good.
1: Um, <laughs> that's the thing. Like it, 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 we talk about trying not to demonize food and stuff like that, but like eggs were demonized. I oh,
0: massively! You can't have too many spats. You and bind you up. Most like chickens get found humans don't. <laughs> I don't know. you you'd have to go to an extreme amount of eggs to even have any detrimental effects. Yeah. And, and and you're going down that extremity again. It's an extreme. Yes, you may have side effects, but you are going to be pushing some levels that just won't be comfortable. Yeah. Same with aspartamine yeah. in sweeteners, in, in things like Pepsi and Coke. Yes, it may be bad for you in extreme amounts. Yeah. And then, on
3: the flip side of that, you've got things like um, when they advertise uh, this carton of milk is rich in omega-3s.
0: Do you have any idea how much of that milk you have to drink for it to actually make a difference? <laughs> yeah, and it's not pretty either. No, nah, tell
3: your name to Cleopatra and you've got
0: half a jar, like, an idea of what you've got to drink. Yeah, it's it's mesmerising. And even on then, when the government uh, advises, what is it now, seven or nine pieces of fruit and veg a day, That that's insane. People
1: did this. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, the jobs we do and the studies we've done and what we learn. Like yourself, I wanted to be the best I could be at what I do. So I often do courses and progress and stuff Mm. like that. Everything's evolving. Science is coming out with new studies all the time. Yeah. And like yourself, I listen to a lot of uh, papers and books and stuff like that about it. Mm.
3: Because you need to be on top of it. Oh, massively. And And that fits in with different diets, you know. There's certain diets that I might not necessarily think are the best for some people, but I will learn about them because I don't want to be the type of person who talks shite. And I'll learn about it and find out why it does what
2: it does and how it works, rather than just go ahead and throw someone into it just for the sake of it.
0: As long as I'm in an off-season and and not getting ready for a show, if a client's got a diet that I haven't necessarily done before, I'm even willing to give it a go so I can – Experience what they're going to go through. It's it's really hard to advise someone on something you've never felt before. Sure. I I hate prep coaches for bodybuilders that have never dieted for a show. Mm. Like how do you know what it feels like to be on a stairmaster for forty five minutes, two weeks out from a show, taking more clean than you can shake a stick at? You don't. Yeah. So how can you advise that? So if you do have a, a, a personal trainer that you've gone to or you go to and you're asking them about a diet see if they've done it before and if they haven't they're probably not going to give you the best advice about it
3: yeah that's a good point um I mean, you get some people who like i say well they'll, they'll read something that was in a magazine of some some celebrities turn vegan for certain reasons and look how great they are in their photos they've been touched up and readjusted and molded and set out for publicity yeah (laughs) it doesn't work that way there's a lot of people who go on diets like we said they'll come out (laughs) with certain deficiencies whether it be proteins zinc magnesium stuff like that
0: certain um, amino acids in the system and it'll play havoc literally havoc with their small intestines and gut oh yeah but they won't blame the diet they'll think it's something else i feel this way because of stress it's probably because you're not eating properly. Yeah,
3: you know, you start properly, you, you kind of
1: fix a lot of things.
0: <sighs> the thing is uh, a lot of people are scared to get blood work done to see what's on the inside. If if you're really that desperate to make a change, sometimes it's not a bad idea.
3: Well, yeah, because we're talking about the other What is it?
0: hundred pound? It's a hundred pound for a full panel, but you can get specific panels. For in the region of twenty to forty quid, depending on what you need. If you're only looking at certain aspects, then you can you can really get this quite cheap, and it's usually just a finger prick test. Um, Obviously, what what we need is a little bit more comprehensive, and that is ninety nine pounds. But we know everything from your hormone levels, your kidney, your liver, cholesterol, blood sugars, blood uh, blood counts, everything, and that is an extreme level. Obviously, we we participate in an extreme sport yep. but if you're just looking to change your lifestyle a little bit go and get your, your kidneys your liver and your cholesterol done see where you sit your base levels and then yep. work around those my my personal blood test showed that i have uh, low hdl at the moment my, my good cholesterol is low that's
3: a, that's a quite
0: a simple fix oh it's a dead simple fix and it wasn't massively off the scale though it was just a little bit out of the normal range and it's a dead simple fix but i'd never have known that if i didn't have that blood test done how
3: many people are walking around and they don't
0: know oh it's it's terrifying Hmm. Um, i spent a long period of time working with the super obese yes and i had a few of them do blood panels not all of them were willing to um some of them did blood panels and some of them came back absolutely terrifying and has actually scared them into then sticking to the diet more than they did before having the odd cheat meal suddenly went to they are religious on their plan because they're terrified of the results Mm. and that's just a normal day-to-day person especially with the statistic that we gave before with 54 percent of adults being overweight now super obese is obviously an extremity within that percentage However, that's going to have a lot of people with uh, with blood panels out of whack.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't take a lot to throw you either.
0: Oh no, it, it it can be as simple as a, a, a week worth of comfort eating because of the lockdown. Yeah. Okay,
3: yeah. Um. You know, so I'm not sure about anyone existing. See, so you have alcohol in your system. Your body just stops whatever it's doing to sort that out. And it's the byproduct of sorting that out that becomes toxic and dangerous and stuff like that, and mm. that's the body. So if you are eating coffee trying to be keeping great shape or do fitness or, you know, um, a certain type of diet or a lifestyle, and you do have a, a, a big blowout and get hammered, it's going to take time to get over that because your body's got to deal with it first before it can do anything else. Forget about fat burning. It's not going to happen.
0: But the thing is, alcohol is a poison, isn't it? Yeah. I can't yeah. remember how long it's active in the body for, though.
3: That's how much you drink. <laughs> well. It's a unit an hour, isn't
0: it? Uh, sounds about right, yeah.
3: So, yeah, personally, it, it, it takes probably an hour to process per
0: unit. Which is scary, considering what some people can do on a blowout. Or if you're, you're sat at home, again, it's, it's that comfort drinking. It's that. Uh, I had a client that just recently started with me she was doing a bottle of wine a night and not even realizing it that was what was scary for her she didn't know she was doing it
3: yeah again so chill just that plus one chill out and then before you know it
0: yeah well she oh, said God, it was God. it was the start of lockdown she was having a drink on the weekend just on a saturday sunday then it kind of crept over in that that um lockdown first lockdown it became A daily thing she'd then actually start looking forward to five o'clock when she poured a glass of wine and it was when she realized she was looking forward to that part of the day that she knew she had a problem and she came and got in contact with me good job no yeah but it's it's admitting that there's a problem but that's how easy it is and then what's a bottle of wine how many units are in a bottle of wine Christ. well there you go that answer kind of says more than enough
1: And the thing is, people don't
3: realise, um like I say, you, you don't know it is an issue until you step outside of that situation. Yeah. Look at
0: it. Well, it's when you go back to normality, I suppose. During lockdown, I suppose it was all right having a glass of wine every day at five o'clock. You, you didn't have to get up to work the next day. You didn't have to function on the same level. As soon as she went back to work, it was like, oh, no, this has to stop now.
3: And plus if people are doing it around you and you're in a in a social group or a, a group of friends that are doing it and you feel like, you know what, I don't like this anymore, yet yeah. you are made to feel alienated because you want to stop. Mm, yeah. So you've got like a, a weird, it's like a passive peer pressure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
3: And then, you know, I been through that when I was younger. Um, mm. When I wanted to stop um, and just feel like, have a break and sort myself out. It's like getting, oh, is that it? Oh, we're going to drink baby shit. Oh, would you want, a lemonade? And all this kind of stuff. But it's what you need to do for you and just not sort
0: of everyone else. So I, I never really went down that road in the sense that i never drunk, but I had the pressure to drink. I'd go out and, and people were trying to force me to drink. I was never the one trying to stop, which was quite an interesting turn on it. Yeah,
3: so you know, like i you know, cool, it won't hurt. classic, classic line, isn't it? So just that line, be
0: all right. Yeah, that first one ever when I'm the driver, it's definitely gonna hurt. Yeah. You know, saying so about smoking, drugs, everything. like, you know, I just a a bit does you not know, actually it can. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're the type of person who has an addictive personality, which I am, well, then you've got to be aware of that and be able to monitor it because otherwise you're going to end up in trouble yeah i have a very addictive personality i know for my own health it's not worth it it's Mm. just really not worth it
3: yeah (laughs) says the man covered in tattoos. He can't see
0: (laughs) (laughs) what is it about that that got you going um i had one done
3: years ago and i don't know i just got in this in my head i went I, i want more
0: was um, it the pain? Was it? Uh, I don't know. What What was it that wanted more? I don't know. I, I, it, it just it just happened for me because uh,
1: you've seen my arms; they're they're pretty unique. They're yeah. You're you bog um <coughs> holiday tattoo, some stuff, and a lot of them are actually freehand. So, oh really? Yeah. How did you know that? Yeah, you,
3: you see the one on my right arm. Is it wrong? Yeah. The the guy who's done Brad. He, he used to be into comics and stuff like that. So when I said I wanted more Batman stuff and like that, he was over the moon with it because he was able to do stuff that he's never done before and he's never done for anyone else. But on the inside of my bicycle, I've got Batman doing a, coming out of a skateboard, ramp. Right?
0: Yes, yeah, you have. Yeah. Um, and the one on, oh God,
3: which arm is it? I think it's my left arm. He said to me, he goes, what are we doing today? I said, I don't know. Do what you want. and it really on. Oh, yeah, go for it. So, yeah, if, if, when we have a training session, I'll show you my left arm. And you can see what it's done. I just said, uh, yeah, the pain was... I went into a shop once. It was doing um, the inside bicep, uh
1: crease of where the forearm is. Mm, yeah. By the elbow. And uh, it just down up into the armpit,
3: and that made me feel a bit queasy, and it was down the other side. Okay. And he stopped, and he went, are you okay? I went, I, yeah, I'm all right. I keep going. He went, hang on a minute. And I had my friend with me. He went, can you pop next door to the newsagents, grab a large Snickers bar, a Mars bar, and a bottle of Lucasade. I oh, no,
1: you're hungry. He went, no, it's for you. <laughs> went, really? He came back in and went, yeah, mate, we need to stop. I went, all right. And, yeah, I didn't even realise what I was going. There. I was like,
3: shaking. I was just cold, everything.
0: Bloody hell.
3: Yeah. yeah I, I, I waited an hour and he carried on, but, yeah.
0: Just one second, mate. Hold on. Yeah. Reset. Yep. <laughs> Right there we go again. All right. <clears throat> but I think with anyone that's starting, because you've got a new year coming up, people are going to be glad to see the back of this one, and they want to start fresh, start again, start new. Totally understand that. Um, so we were talking about the January reset or the February reset that goes after everyone fucks up January? <laughs> <laughs> the reset for the reset. Do you know what? I, I, it's, nine, it's coming on nine years in the industry I've got now, and I've realised everyone fucks January's up.
3: Yes, and the, and the people that have been doing it for years disappear for a little while because they know that it's going to be full of people that don't know, don't know what to do, not sure what's going on, won't ask for help, and they'll give it three weeks to hug-off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And then they can come back. <laughs> or they, they're the ones that use the 24-hour gyms and go in at ridiculous o'clock at night because they know it's going to be quiet. Yeah,
3: and then they realise everyone else has got the same idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I've been one of those dickheads a few times, actually. At least it's brilliant that people are doing something.
3: It's just ask for help and get it right. That way you're not going to mess up, but you're going to carry it on through the rest of the year rather than just for
0: three weeks. And the thing is you've got all these personal trainers that do offers at the start of the year. And um, as much as I'm not a fan of just the -the run-of-the-mill PT, there are a lot of people out there that can help you with the basics that do tend to do offers right at the start of the year but like there's no excuse to to not be able to do something
3: i think um anyone who can find a pt that they get on with you need to report you need to have that understanding you need to have that connection find someone work with them be honest with them the main
2: thing is honesty and you'll know straight away, if, it, if it's not right for you, then find someone else. But do
3: find someone, whoever it is, work with them and be a better, better version of yourself. I hate
0: that phrase, but be a better version of yourself. Yeah, no, I hate that phrase as well. But it is very true. Mm. And like I, I know that that kind of phase is coming up. So I've actually just put out an offer today. It's a, a three-month minimum Like in the terms and conditions. You have to stick with it for three months as part of the deal because that's the only time that you you're gonna get results in that 90 days you won't get it in less and it's about understanding that but you have to be right for me and i have to be right for you
3: i I used to have a guy who used to come in and he would literally would warm up on the treadmill and 10 minutes into it he would go still want to be here oh really yeah oh that hour (laughs) I used to try, I I was with him, I had him, he bought a 12-pack, and it was on session number eight of, literally, it would start the session, and I would be a rock bomb but you you, you boost yourself up, you pick stuff up, you go through it, you just, it's an hour you get through it. And I just turned to him and went, have you ever done boxing? He went, no. That was it. Put gloves on him. Loved it. Completely different person. Something that he found that he liked and enjoyed and went for it. So oh, the that's the thing. That he done. He really got into it and he wanted to do more. Unfortunately, I, I was getting busy at the time and could him and what he wanted because he changed jobs and stuff like that. So he went off with someone else and you, we used to say oh, this is great, thanks for this. Uh, Look, you're not you with someone else now. Um, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Just stick with it. Mm. It's finding the right thing that you find. Some people might have crossfit. Some people might want to get in
0: resistance work. Some people might just want to get into mm. anything. Swimming, martial arts, whatever it is. Find something that suits you and your time, and, and work on it. I'm legally allowed to take the piss out of CrossFit. because I did it for a year.
3: You're legally. I'm All the people I
0: know who do CrossFit, and I, I know a couple who competed, all have got injuries. Yep, uh, I actually got my biggest injury in that year that I was doing CrossFit. Well, um. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one that I tore my back deadlifting yeah well i'm not saying i'm not saying anything <laughs> no no i said bloody hurt, and i won't do it again <laughs> but on that that um topic with the client that just didn't want to be there yeah. on the flip side of that i've worked with a pt um that clearly didn't want to be with the client or actually any client to be fair um one one of the the clients that this pt has they spent an hour on the stairmaster. that was the entire session their, their goal was just general weight loss and they they legitimately did an hour on the stairmaster. that's, that's not gonna work for anyone is it uh it's gonna hurt that's, that's all it's gonna do um but they also had a client uh right at the start the the time that i knew this person they had a client that wanted to run a marathon that was their goal was run a marathon and they were doing arm day. Yeah, well,
1: you do swing your arms when
0: you're running, I suppose. Yeah, wow, it's a shoulder rotation or shoulder movement. Where, where's the bicep training coming into this one? <laughs> uh, there's some interesting people
1: out there.
0: Like, yeah, if, you, if you're going to find a PT that offers ridiculously good prices, there's probably a reason for it. Um, as I mean, you got some people in London who will charge a lot of money, it doesn't make him make him necessarily brilliant either. Oh, there was, oh, what was his name? Antonio. I worked with a PT, Antonio, um, in London. He was London based. He openly admitted he was an awful PT, he was fantastic at selling, though. He'd always, always have new clients coming through, he could never keep them. But, but he, he was fantastic at selling PT packages. Should have been a car salesman. He'd have made thousands. But he knew he was a crap PT. He just knew he could sell. things I realize when I get into the profession of personal training, selling is part of the job. Oh, massively, yeah. Especially nowadays, you've got social media. You've got to be the social media marketer. You've got to be the salesperson in person. You've got to do all the contracts. You've got to have all of these skills lined up that they just don't teach you. No,
3: they don't. I mean, they, they sell you a dream and
0: they forget about the work that's involved. You can charge £100 an hour and work with celebrities, but hmm, no, mm. never that simple. So for you aspiring kids that don't want to go to college and just want to be a PT, it's not the dream you're going to get sold.
1: Now do business
3: studies at college then go to PT. You'd be better at it.
0: Go and work in a gym before you become a PT. Go and be an apprentice and and see what it's like working the floor. Yeah. That's when you you, that's when you get to learn to love it or hate it. I love what I do. I love working with clients, seeing the progress, seeing the change, not just physically but mentally and emotionally Mm. that people get from training. And the buzz they get from a workout when they've smashed it, you know, that kind of stuff. But that's what i enjoy yeah massively but you also every time i talk to you you're exhausted there's a cost to it cheers mate the reality is though there is a cost to it it (laughs) no but the hours you put in are insane yeah yeah, yeah i do a lot and then that's not just with the clients it's the planning of the programs for the next week. It's sorting out the diets. It's listening to the the problems that the client presents to you. The client has just gone out binge drinking because they messed up. You then have to fix that. It's not just the forty five minutes to an hour that you're with a client as a PT. That's the easy bit. That's the enjoyable bit. Yeah. It's all the back end stuff that these kids don't even know about. that the, they just think, oh, I'm going to get a logo, a brand, a jumper, and then I'm away. And, no, it's just never that simple.
1: It's interesting that Louise has been doing
3: stuff on her with her work at the moment, and it's called Magpie Syndrome. Okay. And basically what it is, is when you start up a new business, you want to get business cards, you want to get your name on a pen, you want to get have a logo. No, that's, that's, all, that's all nice and shiny stuff. What you want is clients. Yes. What you want is the income so you can pay for all that kind of stuff. Yes, you will need a website, but you can start on Facebook and
0: you can start building that way. You can just talk to people. Well, for staying on the PT vein, you need transformations. You need results. Yeah, you can. You can have the brand like I've got. Obviously, Team Viking Muscle. I've got the logo. I have an entire Instagram full of results. You do, yeah. Like right. it, it, it comes across. Yes, people are more invested in brands and logos because we are that way inclined. I suppose it is what. What Louise, what is it, Magpie Syndrome? Yes, yeah, called Magpie Syndrome. Yeah. So yes, I, I would say that we are drawn to those with logos and brand names. Professionalism—that's what it is. it's professional. But if that professional doesn't have results, well, what are you buying? Yeah.
3: So uh, like you know, with my clothing stuff now, I use the same supplier as another major. I the name. Another <laughs> uh, gym
1: clothing company. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's it's less price, but it's the same product. Yeah, exactly. But people, if you put them both up in the shop, you, you know exactly they're going to go to the other one because they've never heard of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's the magpie syndrome. Like when it was just sort of was in a
3: line, about it. And I, I just I was listening to it, and it was just it's fascinating. When I done simply fit, I went out. I've got bags done. I've got pens done. I've done all this kind of stuff. Again, it was stuff I didn't need.
0: What I needed was clients. I had all the gear, no idea. <laughs> See, funny enough, I I was genuinely lucky enough that I started Team Viking Muscle a long time into my training career. Like I, I just worked off of Jordan Messenger PT for, for ages and never really did anything with a brand or or anything like that. So I'm lucky that I've had the results to start this company. Whereas a lot of a lot of guys will start with absolutely no results fresh out of the course that they finished online that they haven't had to do in person anymore and um, they'll just go straight like you said, get the pens, get the bags, get the shirts and the cap. You've got absolutely everything lined up and not a single client. Mm. Looks
1: good, but you didn't pay for it
0: somewhere. And you just can't put everything through your business expenses. <laughs> No. <laughs> We've all tried it once, and every accountant will go, "No, you dickhead, you can't have that." It's a big list of stuff going, No, no, no. Sorry, no. When you put your fuel through, and you realise you only get a couple of pence per mile, it's like, oh,
1: oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: had a coffee last week. Can I put that through? Was it in a business meeting? No, no. I just had a coffee. Then no.
1: I'm going
0: to have to uh, shoot now. Yeah, of course. Should we just very quickly let people know what we're doing next week? Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, the floor's yours. Yeah, so we've, we've got a woman coming on. She's a female bodybuilder, uh, very competitive, Sarah. So she will be joining us next week um, to give us an insight, not only in, in the female fitness industry, but the female side of bodybuilding and just everything that me and, and you, James, have never really experienced before. Yeah, I've never been a female. So, yeah. No, I can I can safely say I've never been that either. No, but I think there's a lot of stuff about female bodybuilders that, again, they're
3: stereotyped on in the media, and people don't know the real what really
0: goes on. Especially with, with her, she is a little bit bigger than your average, even a female bikini model or, or even figure girl. She is just that little bit bigger. She is that next step forward. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what she says about the industry, about what she's faced, and and even just down to what she experiences in the gym. I know she's had issues with people in the gym itself before, so very, very excited to speak to her.
3: Yeah, it's going to be good. Sarah, yes? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, we'll be going out next
0: week with that one. But for now, very well done, mate. I'll speak to you very soon. Yes, yeah, have a great night and take care.
1: See you later, mate. Cheers. Bye.